Hey guys, it's Sheridan. Welcome back to the Rooted in Jesus podcast. Today I am here with Jeremy and he has a YouTube channel and we actually kind of found each other's channels through Robin's little prayer group that she had. And I found his channel through that and started watching his videos and then we started talking and stuff. And today I'm going to let him share his testimony and We're going to do some fun questions and stuff before we get into that. We really hope that this podcast is a blessing to you guys. I guess we'll just let Jeremy tell a little bit about who he is, a little bit about his YouTube channel, and then we'll get into fun questions, and then he'll get into his testimony. Jeremy, tell them a little bit about your YouTube channel and who you are, a little introduction. My name is Jeremy Miller. I live in California. I am a crazy lover for Jesus and I also do have a YouTube channel um, I have a disability so I do a lot of like disability stuff uh, a lot of inspirational just what God's doing and I do a lot of interviews and so yeah and that's mentally what I do so I just love people all day long so yeah that's a little bit about me that's good and I'm just so happy to have you on this podcast episode. I've been on Jeremy's channel before, and we've talked a little bit before, but I've never got a chance to do an episode, so I'm so happy to have him on season three of the podcast. Jeremy, this fun question that I want to ask you is, what is your current favorite Bible verse? Oh, shit, I have too many. Um, I had to think about this one today. But I, I'm going to read one, but I think the number one favorite, and it's always think to me, is Psalm 23. But the one I want to read is Romans 8, 28. And it, and we know that God caused everything to work together for the good, for those who love God are called are called according to his purpose for them. So, yeah, I would say that right now is my top favorite right now. I really love that verse, too, because it shows us that no matter like what we're going through, what we're facing, God is with us and he is for us. And even if it looks really, really bad, God could turn the bad and what the enemy meant for evil for our good. And that's a beautiful verse. Yeah, that's really, really good one. I guess we'll let Jeremy now tell you guys his testimony We just hope that his testimony can bless you guys and that through his testimony, you can see that no matter where you've come from, no matter what you've gone through, our testimonies can be used for the glory of God. And there's a verse that says that we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and in the word of our testimony. So that's why I love to have people share their testimony, because it is so powerful to see how God works in our testimonies and where he can bring us from. So, Jeremy, I guess you can share your testimony. Wow. Um, I have two older siblings than me. Um, I have a, uh, a disability. So when I was born, I had uh, 
the kind of 10 fingers i have four on one three on the other um yeah just having a disability growing up it's been rough i um when i was a little i can't remember how old i wouldn't walk or talk at a normal age and so my stepmom was in the picture so my parents got divorced and then my dad got later down the line got remarried and so now my stepmom's in the picture and uh she was taking me to like doctors and after doctors trying to figure out what was wrong with me or like what was happening and so um the doctors were like you know your son's never gonna walk or talk and so she's like i'm gonna prove you guys wrong so uh she took me to a specialist and here i am i'm walking and i'm talking right so that's a crazy that's a second miracle first first miracle i was alive when i was born right <laughs> then um so anyway so just growing up going to school um from kindergarten up to high school you know with the disability was really rough kids would make fun of me um i was just it was bad you kind of like it was so bad like it's like that moment in your brain like things start running through your mind and so i was walking back to class i was in special ed because i had a learning disability so um and so when i was walking back to class and uh suicidal thoughts that are running through my mind and i was like you know i don't want to be here anymore i don't want to i don't want to you know what i mean i'm like i'm done i just want to end this world so when i go to class i sit down i start packing my bag my backpack you know put your binder back in there and, and so the teacher's like where are you going i said i don't i don't, I don't want to talk and so i had to go to my counselor um and i so yeah you know high school you have your counselor so I was going to my, so I had to go to my counselor. My counselor asked me this question, and um, I was like, I don't want to talk to you either, you know. So I was just like, my mind was like, done, you guys. I was just done. I was ready to see the dark world. I was ready to see, you know, all the stuff. So anyway, so I had to go to uh, mental health, mental hospital, whatever they call that. Um, so on my way there, my heart was just going really fast, like uh, like I would because I appreciate youth group. So it's like I tell the kids, it's like feeding in knowledge. You know, the guy, the little guy that runs really fast. And that's how fast my heart was going. And so I was like, what is happening to me? And so anyway, so after, um, or so I get there, and I'll tell you, uh, so I was a minor, so they put you in like in a little room, like a little boxed off room. And and uh, on the outside, it's adults, and inside, it's the little minors. And there was this girl in there, and I'm like, oh, you guys are not putting me in there. Heck no. Probably looking creepy or freaky or something. They go, Don't worry, we're watching you. They, oh, yeah, they have cameras in there. It's crazy. And so I go in there and I sit on this lovely couch, and all suddenly this girl sits right next to me. And I'm like, Oh, get away from me, you know. And, and she goes, What, why are you in here? And I, so I go, Well, why are you in here? So she told me her story, and then all suddenly I started telling her my story. And she goes, You know, Jeremy, that's nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, what the heck you know this girl telling me there's nothing wrong with me you know <laughs> and this girl's out of this world you know and so anyway so i said well okay and then she goes i want to be honest with you and and this is what i tell people this is what i tell the youth college kids when i preach is it's like when jesus walks into the room and takes this girl's mouth and talks and so this girl goes you know jeremy i want to be honest but you are a handsome young a young person and I'm like, wait, what? You are tripping me out, girl. 
And then, like I said, it was like when Jesus comes into that room. In that moment, in that time, where I needed to hear him say that to me. You know what I mean? And so anyway, so after that, we just hung out for the rest of the day. And then the next day, I got to go home. Because um, they just said I had a 24-hour breakdown or meltdown, whatever it was. So I got to go home. And so when I went home, I uh, went back to school, started hanging out with the gangsters. Um, I, I hung out with the hood for a little bit. Um, it was crazy. I, the kids loved this part. I would always tell them, I would wear these pants that were so big, you could fit like five people in them. Like these little baggy pants. And you know how it is. And the flannel. And you know the whole thing. And anyways, one day, uh, time was going on. And one Sunday morning, uh, there was a worship song playing through the house. And I started feeling warm. And the warm, I knew about church a little bit. Like I knew God, I knew all this, but I just wasn't thinking about the Holy Spirit, you know. And so I felt this warmness and and I was like, what the heck is going on with me? You know, and then all of a sudden my friend, she always calls me J Dog. And um, she's like, she called me, she goes, J Dog, and I'm like, what's up? You know, like what's going on? And so, do you want to go to church with me? And I was like, ah. I had a, I'm all, not let me think about it. Not let me call you back. I said, you know what, girl, I'll go with you. Because that, that moment and that whole, that warmness wasn't leaving me. So I better go. And so I went. And so we went. We went to go eat at our favorite food and by our favorite restaurant. And then when we walked into church or right before we walked into church, the warmness started increasing because of the worship. So when I walked in, it was like I was walking into a new realm. And like it was so crazy. The warmness started getting hotter and hotter. And I'm like, what is going on with me right now? And so I sat down and I just, I, I couldn't move. I couldn't do nothing. And when the guy was preaching, I crazy funny part is I knew the guy preaching. But I'm crazy. And uh, he started talking about salvation, how to give your life to Jesus, how to how to let God live in your life and all this stuff. So this warmness was so hot, I could not move. I was like down in my, I was like looking at the ground. I, my, I think my eyes were closed, I don't remember. And, and all suddenly, my friend goes, are you okay? And I said, I don't know what's going on right now. And uh, so all suddenly, I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to do. Like, I was like this. And so my, the, the guy with preaching goes, if you, anyone here tonight that wants to give their life to Jesus, Jesus wants to meet with you today. Jesus wants to give you everything, all the stuff. So before he did the raise your hand thing or whatever, um, right before he said anything, I heard, I, I heard a voice come to my ear. And it said, come and be with me. I'll give you hope, life, and a future. And I looked around real quick to make sure there wasn't anybody around me. There was nobody around me. That moment I knew Jesus came and spoke to me because he said, son, I am ready for you. I am ready to give you that hope. And I'm ready to give you that life. And I'm going to give you that future you belong for. The future I'm going to give you. And so anyways, I was like, okay, okay, okay. So he goes, if you're here tonight, I want you to all just raise your hand. I didn't raise my hand. I stood up and I walked toward the front because I had to let the pain I had to let the bulliness, I had to let my whole mindset go so I could walk in something new with God, right? And so anyway, so I was like, oh my God. So I hugged him, 
he actually had it. He gave me the biggest hug in the world, and we did the salvation message. And right after the salvation message, I or right after the prayer, sorry, I knew I had a journey to take. Still. Because once you give your life to Jesus, it's still a journey. I call it baby steps. And there's a baby steps you got to get to, you got to walk to, right? And so, you know, I had to forgive my mom, my real mom, and I had to, for, you know, do some forgiving and I had to do a little bit of stuff. And then all suddenly I uh, started preaching a little bit. I used just about my story and what's going on. So anyway, so time was just going on. You got, it was like crazy time was just like blasting all over. And so, um, 98. Yes, I am old. Sorry. 98, um, I was getting, or I went to a youth group meeting, and it was really powerful. This amazing guy named Larry Randolph. Um, I think he's out of Colorado. Uh, if you have any Colorado fans out there. Um, he, his wife was like, hey, what's your name? And I'm all, before the meeting even starts, the meeting hasn't even started. He goes, what's your name? And I'm all, Jeremy. And her husband looked at me and goes, you're an evangelist. You're going to you're going to help bring people into the kingdom. And to me, I'm like, ah, that's cool. You know, that's, that's awesome, whatever, you know. And so after all that, I started preaching at YouTube. And I was just going on a on a, on a love feed. It was really cool. But I still had so much hurt, bitterness, angerness. It was so crazy in my own life. And so in uh, 99, I'm, I live in San Luis Obispo, so any Cal Poly people out there. I got a job at Cal Poly University and uh, one of the uh, universities in California. And I, once I got a job there, I got, um, I got involved with Campus Crusade. They call it a crew now. And then I started doing ministry with them. I started doing loving on Jesus and just doing all kinds of things they were doing. And I started preaching more at youth group. And uh, so it was really fun. It was like, ah, I love this, you know. And then um, 2000 and you know, it's about, about the five or six. Um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of these preaching now. You guys, I'm going to Tahoe. I'm going to Arizona. I'm going to LA. I'm going to like San Francisco. I'm going all over now. Like it was just people are, are hearing me a little bit, you know, so I'm preaching, helping kids. And, and uh, so all suddenly um, I uh, just, just getting so like, okay, you know, tired a little bit. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to get burned. I don't want to crash. And so, so I uh, got asked to preach at a conference or like a, do like a conference in Tahoe, Salt Lake Tahoe. And uh, I'm like, oh man, how can I do this? And so it was really fun just to go and release and see kids come to Jesus. You know, there was druggies, there was like broken people. So, and I felt like this was a love feast for me. So it was so cool. Then um, 2010, three of my friends were going to get ready to go to Africa, Mozambique. Um, I don't know if anyone heard of Heidi Rollenbaker. They have an Irish ministry out in Africa. Um, I love these people. They're amazing. They're amazing Papa Mama. So anyway, so I was like, I want to go. And then I heard the Lord say, yeah, you're going to go. And I'm like, you're, me and the Lord have our moment. I'm like, you're tripping, Lord. This is not happening, you know? And so I was like, okay, that's cool. And then 2011, January. 2011, I applied. Two weeks later, got accepted. I'm like, sorry, Lord. <laughs> then, um, then someone paid for my finances, and it was so crazy how, how I was doubting God, like saying, "Oh God, this, this not happening." But all of a sudden, God's like, "I'm gonna do you a, 
I'm going to show you what I could do, what kind of work I could do. And, you know, so anyway, so here I am on my way to Africa. Um, a beautiful Africa on your own a little bit, kind of crazy a little bit, especially if you have a phone out of California, United States. Be like, and so I was on my way and I get to Africa and I'm struggling for like two weeks, you guys, because I have a disability, right? So I'm struggling. And, uh, we went to a meeting. We had a meeting, a girl, a lady named Dinky Campbell. Uh, she's a prophetic woman. She's on fire for the Lord. She's amazing. So she starts like going crazy, prophesying over people. And then she looks right at me and she goes, you right there. Can I put my head down? Because I'm tired. I'm in a different whole nine hours, I think nine hours ahead. And, you know, especially from nine hours to whatever what I am right now. And I was like, oh, she's like, come here. She's all, you have to let the past go. You have to let so many things go so God can move powerfully in your own life. And I was like, okay. And I fell to the ground because the Holy Spirit is so strong. So I fall to the ground. And the next day, we had a forgiveness class and we had an inner healing class. No, no. If you guys don't know, no, no, inner healing. It's the inner healing that goes deep into your, into your, uh, in your life and yeah god the miracle so anyway so sunday morning rolled <laughs> that morning ever and uh their worship is three hours long it's it's, it's a long service and uh so all funny with me uh a little mo- like a little kid from africa next to me he always wanted to sit right next to me and three of my students and so the holy spirit was so strong we were laying on the ground and um so when we're so we fall, so we're on the ground praying, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm face to face with this kid, and the kid starts coughing in my face. I'm all, ew, disgusting. So I put my hand on him, and the Lord's all, this is what I called you to Africa to do. And I said, You called me to Africa to put my hand on somebody because I could do that back home, Lord. He goes, No, I called you to Africa to show you what love looks like. And I'm just like, You know, gone. And I mean, I lost it with him. I, I was in the presence. I, I mean, I was like, all right. So, okay, okay. And then after that, uh, time was going on. And then we had one more meeting. And our really good friend was uh, doing prophetic worship. And uh, it's cool. It's going to go crazy right now. The Lord takes me away into his presence. And he goes, son. This is what you're going to do when you go back home. You're going to prophesy like no one's ever heard me. You're going to love like no one's ever seen the way you people loved. And I was like so blown away by what God was doing, you know. And for me to come back home and do this, it was like, all right, Lord. So I come back home and I'll end when I end with the story. My death one going to end right now. And when I come back home, and the Lord, okay, I didn't remember. I'm in a whole different time zone. So I come back to the United States. And now my body is tired. I want to go to bed. And the Lord goes, no, you're going to go to Bible study. You are not doing this right now. I just got home. And Bible study is like in two hours. And I had to drive a half an hour away to get to it. And so I called my friend. And my friend goes, oh, yeah, I'm about to leave right now. I'll pick you up. And so I get in the car. My friend, all you know, we better go get you some coffee. You're not gonna make it. I go, no. So I go to Bible study and I said, Lord, what am I doing here? Because you said something's gonna happen. And he goes, just wait. So the whole Bible study going after the Bible study was over, 
And I'm looking around. I go, Lord, you told me you wanted me to talk to somebody. I'm like, love on somebody. And I saw this girl walking out the door. And I saw an arrow going, like, go. And I said, Lord, I am not going to talk to that girl because I don't want to freak anybody out. And, you know, you got to be careful when you talk to girls about Jesus or about anything, about love or anything. And the Lord goes, go. So I walk to the, so I go, excuse me. I knew who she was a little bit. I go, excuse me. She goes, yeah. This is crazy. I got back from Africa today. And the Lord told me to come to Bible study. And she's like, really? I go, yeah. I go, you've been lonely. And God's going to break that loneliness off. Instantly, she starts crying. And she's like, you know what's crazy? I go, what? So I didn't want to be here anymore. And she goes, I heard the Lord tell me through the mirror that someone's going to come and love on you. And you're going to change. Something's going to happen in the atmosphere. I'm not getting into the whole thing, like the whole story. But it was so crazy to see this girl break through right and on the street with God just came and broke through. And so I just really thought that was cool. So anyway, I just want to talk money. And thank you for letting me share. You're welcome. And guys, it is so crazy. So many things throughout Jeremy's testimony. God can take you in your brokenness and transform it into something for his glory. Like Jeremy said, his with his disability and just with things that he's went through, you know, he felt like, I don't want to be alive anymore. But God showed up, God showed up. And just like he said, God said that he would give him a hope in a future. And that's actually from a verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. And that's what God wants for you. He wants to give you that hope in a future. And God can do amazing things through you if you just let him use your life. So we really hope that Jeremy's testimony encourages you and inspires you to just be used by God. And guys, if you don't know the Lord, it's not too late. You're not too far gone. God is waiting right there with open arms for you to just accept him and walk with him in this life. And it's not easy, but we can do it with the Lord's help. We can walk this life for his kingdom and for his glory. So I just pray that this inspires you, and I hope that you just invite God in and let him use you wherever you may go. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and God bless you guys, and I'll see you in the next podcast episode, guys. Bye, guys.